Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hi, this is Anne-Marie Cross. Welcome to another show. My guest today is Natalie McNeil, Emmy Award winner, media entrepreneur, author and founder of she takes on the world.com which has been listed four years in a row as one of Forbes top 100 websites for women. In an article that Natalie wrote for Forbes she stated that women are leaving the workforce in droves in favor of being at home not to be a homemaker but as a job making entrepreneur and in fact National Federation of Independent Business have predicted that women will create over half of the 9.72 million new small business jobs jobs expected to be created by 2018 from their home offices across the country. However, unfortunately, the other studies have shown that 75% of women entrepreneurs earn less than $50,000 per year before taxes and expenses. And on today's show, Natalie is going to speak about three ways to get soulfully specific about what you want. One thing you need to stop doing if you want to break the six-figure or seven-figure mark in your business and how you can access her bigger picture planning system and so much more. So let's welcome Natalie to the show. Welcome, Natalie. Hi, Anne-Marie. Thank you so much for having me and hello to all of you listening. I'm so excited to be here today. (laughs) Now, that is really interesting that so many women are leaving the workforce and creating their own businesses. And it's similar here in in Australia too. We've got many women who are starting up uh, home-based businesses. Yeah, I believe that entrepreneurship is the new women's movement and women are realizing that they don't have to be in the corporate workforce and being passed up for a promotion or having a glass ceiling at all. I mean, you can choose to leave that environment, start something on your own. And you know what? When you're in the driver's seat, there's no limits to what you can achieve. Yeah, absolutely. And in fact, I love that term, the glass ceiling. And I'm just on the end of a telesummit. Natalie, you might not have heard of it, smashing the glass ceiling, telesummit. Love it. And it was, you know, the, the 
people that were contributing were saying exactly the same thing. We don't have to not realise our full potential, our dreams, you know, the the goals that we want because of certain restrictions, you know, that are placed upon us in the workplace. So it's really very exciting. But then, of course, we start up our own businesses and what happens then is other challenges. You know, we're faced with other challenges and we may not generate the levels of success that we had hoped for. So let's dive deep into to what you wanted to talk about today and I think is so very important. So when you're talking about the three ways to get soulfully specific about what it is that we really want, let's talk about what is the first thing. Yeah, so Anne-Marie, I have a daily meditation practice that has become a huge part of my life and a huge part of, I would say, my success as well. And I think it's really important whether or not you, I mean, it doesn't have to be part of a religious experience or a spiritual practice, but whatever it is that you want, I think it's really important to just sit with that. It could be during a meditation session or a journaling session. Sit with what you really want and dream without limits and spend a few minutes just in a really relaxed and calm state thinking about what your dream life looks like. And I don't think a lot of us do that very often. I think people will have dreams and goals that they're going after, but I don't think they actually take, you know, an hour out of their day and get into a state of mind where they're thinking about, you know, what does success look like? What do you really want? really want? What are your deepest desires in your heart? And if you can just think about that and, you know, close your eyes and dwell in a space of what does my life look like in five years, in 10 years, if I have absolutely everything that I want? And when you come out of that, write everything down, write whatever it is that you want and everything you think you want, everything your heart desires. And when you've done that, the next step would be to go back and to circle a few of the things that really stand out and really sort of spark that intuitive sense that it's something you really need to go after. And that's how I end up feeling my way through the business world and feeling what I want to focus on accomplishing next. Yes, That's the process for me. And you know, it happens a lot during this time of year when we're getting to the end of a year and it's going to be the beginning of a new year. So it's something I think is really important. Just spend that time with yourself Mm. and it's going to come to you. I love that idea because often when we're running our own business, many of us are solopreneurs, which means a lot of the tasks, the activities in our business falls to us to complete. And we are often so busy with the things that the day-to-day tasks that we don't take that opportunity to take a step back. And things that could make a significant difference in our business. And sometimes it's just, hey, slow down, reconnect to who you are and the reason that you created this uh, business. We miss out on that. And we can often really, you know, set up these struggles, all these cycles of struggles. So I love that you've said we really need to have that time and space because that this will ultimately allow us to continue to connect with, you know, who we are and our purpose. And, you know, when we show up in our work, it's so much more productive, so much more connected. What differences did you find personally and in in your business once you started doing this on a regular basis? 
Yeah, it makes such a big difference for everything. And, you know, this actually leads into step number two of how I want people to get soulfully specific about what they want, because step two is actually writing down your why Mm -hmm. and who you impact and looking at why you want what you want. And for me, I actually go through that and I say, I want this or I say I think I want this sometimes we think we want something Mm -hmm. and it's for reasons that are not necessarily reasons that are the right reasons to go after something so sometimes we want to make a lot of money because we want to impress somebody else or sometimes we want to accomplish something because we want to be able to show that accomplishment off to somebody else so sometimes we think we want things and we don't really want them so what I do step two of getting soulfully specific is looking at what you really want and why. So I like to channel my three-year-old self for this and just say, why, 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 why? (laughs) So when I had the goal of taking She Takes on the World from just a personal blog, because you know, when I started it five or so years ago, it was just a little blog where I wrote about my own experiences. Now it's this incorporated company that is doing great things in the world. But I asked, why do I want to build this as a company? And the internal dialogue went, well, because I want to be able to create products and services that I'm really passionate about. And then you take that a step further. Why? Well, because I want to contribute to the world in a positive way. That's really important to me. And I want those products and services to do that. Why? Because I want to help people achieve their greatness and do something that makes them feel energized and happy and fulfilled. Why? (laughs) Because I want to help people achieve exactly what they want. And I think that doing that is how we make the world a happier, more loving place. And that's what I feel I'm here to do. Mm. So, you know, you sit with that. Ask yourself, why, why, why do you want what you want? And it's not just about the why, it's about the who. Who do you want to impact through your work? Because most of your goals, especially if you have a business or you're working on a passion project, are going to impact people's lives beyond your own. So I like to visualize these people as the heirs and heiresses of my talents and my gifts. And I imagine my customers as characters in a story and picture every aspect of their lives. And I just want to know what makes them tick. And so I create very detailed customer profiles Files and I visualize who that person is going to be, who's going to be impacted by the work that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And that gives it so much more meaning. Yeah, I love that. And as you were asking those questions, why and why is that important? Why is that important? What I really loved about that process and what I'm hearing and what I think is really important to point out is that there was a real a curiosity, a sense of curiosity. But you know one thing that was not there, and this is what often stops us, it's the how. Or that inner critic, oh, who am I to think that I can create an incorporated company that is going to impact so many lives, you know, and that was not there. And I love that process. And I think it's certainly one that uh, we should all do if we haven't gone through that process. Because Yeah. And as Marianne Williamson says, who are you not to be? You know, who are you not to be the brilliant soul that you are here to be? Mm. So you know, don't let that stop you. There's always a way to figure out the way forward. So don't feel like you are stuck because there's so many people who want to help you. 
And that actually brings me to the third point. Can I go to the third point? Oh, yes. I was going to say, what's the third point? It just ties in everything that you've been saying just ties in so perfectly to what I wanted to say about, you know, getting soulfully specific about what you want. And the third point is just to shout it from the rooftops. There is so much power in sharing your goals and letting other people hold you accountable to them. So, I want you to share what you want with a close friend or with your audience online or better yet, come on over and join me in the Conquer Club and let me hold you accountable (laughs) to what you really want to achieve. There's so many people who want to support you. And one of my mantras that I I have all these mantras, Anne-Marie, on sticky notes, like in my office. And one of them is that the universe has my back. The universe wants to fully support my mission and what I'm working towards. So I totally believe that when you put that out there and you say, this is what I want and this is why I want it. And the why is for the right reasons. Heaven and earth is going to move for you to achieve exactly what you want to achieve. Yeah. And I think that third point about, you know, sharing it with people that can really get behind you and support you is so important. And accountability as well. Because, you know, sometimes I'm sure, and this might have been your situation too, when you started visualizing what it was that you really wanted to create, it's like, wow, that's so awesome. But it's just like, you know, it's it's so incredible and you're so passionate about it, it can sometimes be a little bit scary just how big that vision is. So doing those three things and now seeing where, you know, she takes on the world has what it has achieved and what you have achieved, I can really see those three steps that you took to get really soulfully specific have been so important in you taking the steps that you needed to take to be able to achieve those things that you once were dreaming about, yes? Yes, absolutely. I mean, this process sort of came out of my journey and my experiences and I don't think that there's ever a one size fits all process. So I don't like to tell people, you know, this is what I've done. So you have to do it. It's something that you have to make your own. And I always encourage people to, you know, even if they are using my book or my map strategy or my worksheets that I've created, you still need to find a way to make them your own. So I encourage everyone listening to, you know, take what I'm saying, but make it your own, apply it in your own life in your own way. You don't have to do it exactly the way that I've done it. But yes, these are the steps that I've taken to really define what I want. And more importantly, the impact that I know I'm here to make. Yeah. I love that you're saying that each and every one of us has different styles, different approaches to doing things. And I think it's it's great to be able to look at what other people have been doing, what they've done. And I'm sure that there's, there's steps that you took that you think, wow, well, that didn't really turn out how I wanted it to. So sometimes we can learn, <laughs> you know, from others and not necessarily go through the ups and downs that, that other people have gone to as well. So I think definitely, using it kind of as a yeah as an idea and then taking it and using that as as your own so Natalie you you were saying one thing that you see that we're doing as business owners that we need to stop particularly if we want to take our businesses to six figures or, or seven figures what's that one thing yeah so you actually touched on this 
in the beginning of our interview, and that is, I call it the superwoman syndrome that we think we can do everything ourselves. Mm -hmm. Stop building your business by yourself. <laughs> it's no way to make it grow. You need to have a team that you're working with. And you don't need to have a full-time team where you go into an office every morning and you've got this team that's relying on you for a paycheck. It doesn't need to be that way. Because of the power of the internet and all the connections and resources at the click of a mouse, there are so many people out there who can support you in achieving that dream and those goals that you have. So when I really started growing my business, it was when I decided that I was going to get help. And you know what? A lot of people say to me, well, Natalie, I can't afford to hire somebody right now. You know what? You can't afford not to hire somebody right now. And I know it's a catch 22. I know that you need to hire someone to make more money, but you feel like you can't afford to hire that person because you're not making more money. But really, even if you can only afford to hire someone for an hour a week, that hour can be a very productive hour in your business. The first person I ever hired, I could only afford about two hours a week. So with those two hours, I decided, okay, I'm absolutely going to hire this person to do some of the busy work that is holding me back from being able to really work towards my goals and building the business. And I took those two hours a week and made sure that I absolutely did nothing else did not waste any minute of those two hours doing anything but building the business and growing the revenue. So I took those two hours and I made them all about bringing in more money, finding new clients, doing the marketing work and the bigger picture work and thinking from a bigger picture level. And you know, that goes back to that bigger picture that I was sort of touching on before. When you have that ultimate vision, you need to be able to be the person that can be up in the clouds, looking down on your team, orchestrating things, architecting everything that's happening. Mm -hmm. And so for me, that's a really important part of running my business is that I have this team that's helping me out. And they're not a team that I'm meeting with every single day. It's a virtual team that continues to grow. I work with around 10 people now that we've grown, but I didn't start with 10 people and that's what I want people to know. Like, yes, I've been able to grow my business. However, I started off hiring somebody for just two hours a week and then I made damn sure that those two hours were going to be spent in the most productive way possible. I think that's so very important and, and such a key area that'll often get us stuck. When you started to think, I really do need support, because I know there's going to be some of our listeners thinking, yeah, I know, I've been told that before, I really need to get support, yet next week rolls over and they're still doing the same tasks. They know they really should be outsourcing. So what was it for you? Was it a belief? Was it a core value that you had? What really prompted you to take action to hiring that, that first team member to support you? I was really fortunate that I had some really great mentors when I was starting my business. I actually, I consider myself to sort of have been a lifelong entrepreneur. Ever since I was a, a little girl with a lemonade stand, I, I've always known that I wanted to lead, that I wanted to be doing something for myself. And so I started my first business when I was a teenager. And because of that, I had a lot of people who stepped up and said, you know, 
you're really ambitious. You clearly want to be doing this. I want to help you. And it was through people like that who were telling me, you know, you need to have help. You can't do this by yourself. You need to play to your own strengths and then outsource or hire for everything else and let those people take ownership over an area of your business and do their best work and empower them to shine and grow your business as well. And so I was just lucky that I had all these really successful people around me who said, you have to do this. There is no other way of building a business. And so as soon as I really got it, as soon as I listened to person after person telling me, Natalie, you can't do this by yourself. You absolutely need to hire people. That really got ingrained in me. And I now preach it to other people because I just know it to be so true. And it's one of those things that you just need to take a personal pledge. If you're listening to this right now and you've been saying, oh, I know I should get somebody on my team, but I don't even know where to look. Go to elance.com, go to odesk.com, post a job there, even if it is just for a couple hours a week, even if that's all you can afford and just make that first step and take action. So I would encourage everyone listening to actually look at where your strengths are and what you really love doing in your business. So I actually love creating. I love writing. I love being able to put together curriculums that I think are going to help other entrepreneurs. I don't like having to publish everyone else's blog posts who contribute to She Takes on the World and be the one actually editing and publishing those every week. I don't want to be the one that has to do my bookkeeping and do my accounting. So look at those things that you like doing and that you're good at and the things that you're not really enjoying doing and that you're not really good at. And just make a 30-day pledge to yourself that you are absolutely going to hire for at least one of those weaknesses or one of those things that you don't like doing. And whenever I promise myself something, I always tell somebody else. So I say, hey, this is a commitment that I'm making. You can even tweet me. If you're listening to this right now, tweet me at Natalie McNeil, M-A-C-N-E-I-L, and say, I'm listening to the interview. I'm committing to hiring this person in the next 30 days and I will hold you I accountable. <laughs> That's great. And, and thank you for sharing that because I think sometimes we just need to hear it that one more time, you know, that, that next time. And it's like, you know, you've given the vision, you know, you've identified your vision, your big why. And by not hiring team, it means that you're not getting out in a bigger way. So for the clients that you want to support and that you want to, you know, to share your brilliance with, you you're not stepping out in a powerful way if we're doing all of the, you know, the step-by-step tasks that we know that we can outsource. And I think that that's just committing to it and just doing it. Something else that you mentioned too, and I wanted to just to touch on, because this is sometimes what happens. Some We hire a team, but then we end up either, you know, squandering those two hours. And what you did, and I think was just so brilliant, was that you were really focused. These are the activities that I need to do. These are the activities that is going to build my business, it's going to grow the revenue, it's going to find my, you know, new clients and it's going to help me create that bigger vision for my business. Those two hours were absolutely, yeah, you had them identified what you were going to do and you did those tasks that would drive you forward, yes? 
Yeah, it's really important to have that and to make that promise to yourself, especially if you are on a budget. If you can only afford, like at the beginning, I could only afford those couple hours a week to hire somebody. And because I was making the commitment to spend that $90 a week that I wasn't sure if I really could afford at the time, I knew I needed to make the best use of that time possible. And that's the thing, when you start hiring other people and you start paying other people from the money that you're earning, I feel like it. you owe it to yourself and your business to make sure that you are as productive as you can be. And of course, you're gonna have those days where you don't really feel like getting out of bed or you're really stressed out. I still have those days and that's okay, but you've got to make sure that you're setting aside those blocks of time where everything else, I even like to not even have the internet connected. I'll like shut off my internet connection and make sure that I'm writing during that time or I make sure that I'm writing a proposal during that time. So just make the best use of your time and be very, very mindful of when you're wasting time. So always be asking yourself, I have a little note actually that's on my computer monitor that says breathe, And are you making the most of your time right now? Because time is the most valuable thing you have. Yes, I love that. Breathe and are you making the most of your time right now? I think a few of us should really put that up there, particularly when we're tempted to, oh, let's just go and have a look and see what's going on on Facebook. And before we know it, we've (laughs) dived down that hole of, you know, an hour or whatever it is. And it's so easy to do. I mean, don't feel guilty about it. I think we've all been there. We've all done that. And if you have this little note on the side of your monitor that says, hey there, are you spending your time in the way that you should be spending your time right now? You feel really, really guilty and you will close that window (laughs) and get back to work. Yeah, I love that. Love that. So, okay, Natalie, bigger picture planning system. Tell us about that. Yeah. Oh, I love this part. So I plan, this is really funny because I'm, you know, this Emmy award-winning digital media entrepreneur and I created, you know, software and all kinds of digital media and all this tech stuff, but I still plan my whole year in an eight by 10 binder. I love having everything on paper. I like to write. I like that pen to paper feeling. I write better that way than if I'm just sitting at a computer. So this binder, I call it my map, my master action plan. And this map includes my bigger picture planning system. And basically that bigger picture plan is a combination of goal setting, strategic planning, and vision boarding. So it's made up of five really big goals that I want to achieve in a year. I actually don't think people have the capacity to really do more than five big things in a year if you're really focusing and putting your all, your 100% into those five goals. So I set five goals and then plan five strategic actions and milestones for each goal. And then after that, I create a vision board for each goal. And this is sort of the foundation and the heart of this map that I have. And I'll go back and just say one more time about why I think five goals is enough. If you're doing really big things, it usually takes a couple months to to do that, to reach that goal. Like some of these things take a lot of time. And this year, my five big goals were 
really challenging. In mm-hmm. 2012, I had finished my five goals by September and I was like, uh-uh, Natalie, <laughs> you've got three months left in the year. You did not dream big enough. You've got to go bigger for next year. Well, Anne-Marie, I am exhausted this year. I mean, my five goals... It took everything I had and I rewarded myself. That's another thing. I think you should have rewards attached to your goals. So after my big Conquer Club launch, I rewarded myself with a beautiful trip to Asia and to Bali. It was lovely. And I know Bali is really close for people in Australia uh, where you are, but it's quite the trek. It's one of the furthest places I can travel to from Toronto. So it was a couple days of travel just to get there. And so it was a a pretty big trip. And I took a month of traveling and relaxing and doing daily yoga and meditation and really taking care of myself. And that was one of my big rewards that was associated with the Conquer Club launch, which was just a massive undertaking for the last year for me. But like I said, I don't think you can do more than five really big things in a year without burning yourself out. So I tend to focus a little bit more now. And I actually, for everyone listening, I have a gorgeous worksheet for you to plan the next 12 months of your business and life. I have my full bigger picture planning strategy in my free conquer course, which is a free 14 day course. And you can grab that at shetakesontheworld.com. And then you can actually download this whole process as a worksheet if you'd rather do it that way instead of just trying to create your own based on what I'm saying. So feel free to come on over and grab that from me as well. Fantastic. And of course, we'll put the links on the show page as well. So if you want to do a search for that, if you're on iTunes at the moment, the web address to get that is uh, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash AES forward slash 114. Ah, Natalie, I've so enjoyed our conversation today. If people have really connected and they want to find out more about you, they want to, to find out more about She Takes on the World, how can people access that site? Can you give the the URL again, please? For sure. So I'm all over the place. You can connect with me in so many places. Um, Come on over and visit me at shetakesontheworld.com or do a Google search for She Takes on the World. You can connect with me on Twitter at Natalie McNeil. As I said, let me know who you're going to be hiring to your team and tweet me You know what you got out of this interview. I love hearing from people. And you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash she takes on the world as well. So I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear the nuggets that you're taking away from this interview. And I'm just really honored to have had the chance to speak to you and uh, and Marie, thank you so much for having me. My pleasure, my pleasure. And uh, for those of you who are listening to the show for the very first time, it's really an honor that uh, you are here listening. I really encourage you to subscribe to our iTunes. Again, all of those details are in the show notes because every week we have another incredible guest like we have today with Natalie who shares his or her brilliance into supporting you to take your business to the next level. And uh, we want to know, you know, leave comments down below on the uh, 
the show notes. There's an area where you can leave your comments. Rate us on iTunes. Let us know what you loved about the show, what action steps you're going to take. And uh, we love to, to hear more about what your business is and how you're taking your business to the next level as well. So without any further ado, let me wish you all a fantastic week and we will connect with you same time again next week. Bye for now. You've been listening to the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. Do you want to promote your business to tens of thousands of other ambitious entrepreneurs, both nationally and internationally? I invite you to reach out and learn more about our customized sponsorship packages by emailing beasponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com. That's beasponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com and we'll send you out further details. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.